Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, where we help you to leverage YouTube to build your business, position yourself as the expert in your field, and to get paid doing what you love. Whether you want to listen to experts who have built successful businesses and scaled them with social media, or it's solo shows where I just drop as much value as I possibly can. If you want to use YouTube to stand out in your industry, this is the podcast for you. Before we hop into the episode, I wanted to introduce this content because this was a live stream that I did with Stone Fredrickson. Stone Fredrickson is amazing. You're about to hear it and you'll see he is just a wizard when it comes to social media with TikTok, with monetizing, really building a business around TikTok. But this was a live stream that we did. So some of the things that you hear us say, they might sound a little bit weird because it is a live stream. I believe we answered a couple of live questions um, and just how we talked about it was a little bit different than a podcast because of how we had it set up. But I had to have this episode in the podcast because Stone has helped me so much when it comes to TikTok as well as monetizing on social media. And so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Welcome to another We Are Video Makers live stream. I love Fridays because we can have extra special guests on. So we have Stone Fredrickson on. He's the man. If you need to grow on TikTok, if you need to learn how to make good content, make money on TikTok, whatever you need as far as social media goes, generally, but especially TikTok. Stone's your man. He's been uh, coaching me, teaching me, helping me on TikTok. I, I really have to attribute a lot of my growth to him. So I want to say welcome to the to the show, Stone. Thank you for having me, Zach. It's a pleasure. I mean, yeah, you helped me with, with YouTube. It's kind of like a, a beneficial relationship. Happy to be on. And I, I, love, I love the collaboration in social media. I feel like too often, it used to be, at least I felt like it was a lot of like, oh, I'm competing against you. But now there's so many platforms, so many niches, so many everything that I feel like more so we're helping each other. So, um, and we even, yeah. we hopped on and we're on Amazon live and YouTube and you're like, Hey, let's go live on TikTok too. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I <laughs> didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> so I love it. Cool. Um, so I think we're, we're going to do a lot of questions. We do have, um, a lot of questions I'm sure that are going to come through TikTok. I'm going to be a bit selfish and ask a bunch of questions because I've gotten a lot of questions from my audience and I have a lot of questions. So let's do that. And then Stone, if you have any YouTube questions, we're, I'm happy to do that as well. But um, I, think, I think where I want to start, because I've had a really big issue with this, is anybody watching here wants to grow on TikTok, for sure. Probably other platforms as well, but TikTok for sure. I feel like we can get paralyzed by what content to make, you know, on YouTube, like a really, really good idea can, can do a lot for content on TikTok, though. I feel like I'm, I'm hearing way too many conflicting voices where it's like, just think of good ideas and post as often as you humanly can to the other side of like, post the best ideas you possibly can, even if it only means you're posting like once a week, like where, where are you on the spectrum for TikTok? Um, well, I think in order to quote unquote grow, you need to understand what that growth is. So you need to gain clarity on exactly what you want to achieve, what impact you want, what, um, what do you want to be known for, what you want your audience to take away from your content? Because, um, for some people it's just, you know, to get a couple thousand followers, make an impact on a small particular specific niche for others. It's, uh, you know, do entertainment pranks really grow and get that millions and millions of views. So I think it starts off with clarity. Um, and one of the best ways of, of, of really gaining great clarity that anyone could do is what I like to do is, is, is develop content principles. These are like your, your, your foundation of really what you want to be known for, what you want to provide your audience and really what you want your content to, to, uh, be around. Uh, to, to give you kind of an example, my content principles are to inspire people to become creators, to show how to grow and make money, and, and, and to provide valuable TikTok tips. These are just like one-liners to, to really outline really what your 
creating content around, what impact you want, what, what you want to provide your audience. Um, and so that way, it's not only easier for you to create content because you know exactly what you're doing. And especially when you get in these creative ruts, you can just look back at these creative principles and be like, okay, I'm trying to inspire people to become creators. Um, but also, it, it, there's a consistent message and impact in your content. Whereas if one video comes across someone's random, a random for, for you page and they like that video, they scroll to your account and they're expecting more of that, that content. And if there's more of that content, which, you know, it, when, you, when you're creating a video, you're, you're running that video through those content principles and if it falls in lines, you, you create the video, then you have that consistent message. People are now watching those other videos, interacting with those, following you. And that, that's, that's really gonna give a huge side of the algorithm that not only did that random video perform really well and that, al and that algorithm's gonna give it more exposure, but your content is, is, is consistent. It's, it's valuable. It's working. And so it's going to push out that algorithm a little bit more rather than just watch time. Watch time is, is just a, a small portion of what the algorithm looks at. It looks at what the viewer does after, it, after they watch your video. Do they like it? Do they comment? Do they share it? Do they favor it? Do they go to your account and look at other videos and how much watch time do you gain from them going to your account. All of that is um, what the algorithm looks at to see if they should push your video out to more people or not. And then from there, it's really just, you know, trying new things, looking at your your niche, uh, looking at other creators in your niche, um, developing new ideas and styles and kind of just getting a gist of how people are creating content, what the audience is looking for. I think another huge portion of of growing on TikTok rather than clarity is perspective. Uh, having perspective of your viewer, who they are, what they need, what they want, how they're feeling, what they're doing while they're watching your video, and most importantly, how they would like that value that you're talking about in your video best articulated for them to consume it. Not a lot of people think about this, you know, and and, and the good thing is, is that a lot of people are creating content around something that's already involved in their life that they're doing. And so now it, it, it's, it's a lot easier to gain that perspective because you are a beginner in whatever you're talking about or whatever you're doing, right? Uh, for YouTube, for TikTok, for finance, crypto, for cooking, whatever it is, you were a, a beginner. And if you're giving tips or, or hacks or whatever it may be to beginners, create content for your, you know, beginner self, for your 18 year old self, for your younger self. Um, and, 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 that's, I think, uh, a great way to like, make the content more simple, easy to, to consume. Um, so clarity and perspective is is super huge, especially when starting out and growing. Like that a lot. I have like a dozen questions that came up as you were talking. Um, but I think I'm two of them, two of them, I think are really important. So one, you started out with like, hey, here are the three things that I want my content to do. And so you kind of had this idea of the impact you wanted to make, but it wasn't necessarily like this avatar where you have this person in your head where it's like, you know, Jamie, who is 22, who like this very distinct person, which I recommend people have, but then later on you did touch on how you need to understand who your viewer is. So in your mind, like when you're creating content, are you taking these three things and then applying them to like a very specific person you can see in your head? Or are you taking like, I know what my mission is and I, I kind of have somewhat an idea of who my audience is. It's not super specific, but I just know that these ideas need to be applied to this group of people. I know that yeah. doesn't sound like a big difference, but yeah, yeah. this is a great question. So, um, 
so, so the principles are really the, the macro, it really like really the overview and the foundation of the content. And then in terms of like that imaginary person, uh, that avatar, that's going to differ per video, you know, because every video objective is going to be different. If you have, uh, take my content for an example, if I'm trying to inspire someone to become a content creator, um, they have no idea of, of, of what, you know, how to create a video or um, what the magnitude of, of TikTok can do for them. Whereas if I'm talking about monetizing, I'm catering to the people that are already creating content, that already get a gist of, of you know, uh, interacting and engaging with people. And now I'm just really teaching and, and, and um, providing what I know about monetizing. So it, it differs. And so that's a good point is like, um, with every video, have a video objective, like what you want your video or what do you want your audience to take away from that video? And then I want you to utilize every single second in your video uh, to to convey that point and, and, and don't waste a single second that, that can be replaced with new value. And the reason why I say new value is because a lot of people just repeat themselves. Um, but also have that imaginary person that you're talking to and talk as if you're just talking to that person. Don't talk as if you're talking to the masses because I know if you watch TikTok or anyone else listening or watching this, um, if you watch TikTok and someone says you guys or everyone or uh, hey, got you know, like speaks to the masses, you feel like a small fish in a large pond and you don't get that personal connection. You don't get that value and you don't get that the, the full dopamine hit, which which is what people are on TikTok for. And you have to be uh, you have to be aware of that, too. And so it's really just how do I give them that dopamine hit? while still hitting my video objective and providing the value that I want to provide. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Cause it is when I think about YouTube and I've, I've been on two calls in the past two days with creators that both have over 400,000 on YouTube. And so I've learned a lot. And so I'm thinking through this because my process has always been, I have an avatar. So it doesn't matter if it's TikTok, doesn't matter if it's YouTube. I have one person I'm thinking of, but what I'm realizing is that doing that solves a problem or provides value for a, an incredibly specific group of people, which is good at the beginning on YouTube because I can be found on search, but after a few thousand subscribers, like if you're not broadening into a group, you are pushing away more people than you're bringing in. So I find that interesting that for you, especially where you're at on TikTok, you have a large group. So it's, you have segments of groups. And so you're creating content for a bunch of similar people but they are different. They are in different stages. They're different places, but you have your macro, your main mission of like, this is what my content will provide. Um, I yeah. feel like that's really interesting. 100%. And, and, um, TikTok's a little bit, you know, obviously a lot different than YouTube. Every video is judged differently, you know? And, um, and I think it's super important to have like broad niche content and niche specific content. So, uh, what I mean by that is, and it's the same thing with YouTube too. I'm starting, I, I see YouTubers do it all the time of like evergreen, you know, very broad content of like how to invest, like uh, how to invest. And then they get into particular, like um, how to look at balance statements, you know, that's mm -hmm. specific. And yeah. same thing with TikTok. It's like how to inspire people to become a creator and then how to uh, add a particular sound to a video, you know? So, so you have to have those kind of pillars. Um, it, that's super crucial to bring in different audiences, more reach and exposure, and to have that like top of the funnel, get to more people, and then you're really like nurturing them. And then, you know, to the point to where when you start monetizing, you're really building that trust with that specific content. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's super interesting, but yeah. Huh, I like that. Okay. So uh, I, I have a lot of different questions. I don't want to forget this one though, because I just saw, um, so another account, another person in one of the groups we're in managed by sky. She did something today. I hadn't seen before, but I also haven't been consuming content on TikTok Like I used to, because I'm just been so busy with a bunch of stuff, but she, and you've recommended this to me. Always have a call to action. Always tell them what to do next. You know what? You know, pick one thing. Don't pick a bunch of things. Pick one thing. Um, what she did was she actually said, "If you want to understand this, read the comments." And she had like a comment thread. Is that? I don't know if you've used that. If you've seen that, are there tactic? It, from what you said earlier, that sounds like a good tactic because it's not only liking and moving on. It's going into the comments, reading the comments, interacting. Because on YouTube, it is it's click through rate and watch time. Those are two most important things. TikTok. Yeah. From what you said, it's not. So, are there is that a good tactic? Are there other tactics like that we can use? Yeah, I mean that is a good tactic, right? Because it's like people are watching the video, then they're going to the comment section, and the video is still watching. I mean, watch time has a huge portion in TikTok. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying the more that you can do, uh, and the more interactions that you can incentivize the user to do, rather than just watch the video, the better you are to grow. And so it's the same thing with it's the same thing with YouTube too. It's like uh, if you get a viewer to watch one video and then go to your channel and watch another video and another video and another video, that's a huge sign of the algorithm rather than just watch 70% uh, of a video and then click off and watch another channel. Um, and that's what all these algorithms are, are really doing. They're really looking at the viewer more than the creator. They're more interested in how we can keep the, the viewer on the platform. And if this content is doing that then we're going to give it a better a bigger sca uh, stage to perform on to get more people on and it's constantly it's it's crazy the data and and ai and all of this um it's crazy that you know like it it measures every action that you do in terms of a viewer standpoint and and utilizes that to see which content to like push out and which not to push out but yeah i mean uh the, the comment you know, tactic is great. You know, it, I, I've tried it uh, a couple times. When I post podcast clips, I'll I'll, I'll post a um, a uh, like a you know Sticks and Stones podcast on Apple TV. I mean, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and then pin it um, so that way when people go to comment, they see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, you know all those sorts of things. Um, I think they're they're great, but they're micro, you know, the, okay. I wouldn't do it with every video, you yeah. know, and, and really focus on, Oh, I got to add this for every video. No, I mean, you know, just have a call to action. And the thing with the call to action, I think is super important is have a unique call to action. I see so many creators say, Oh, and like, and f comment and follow for more. It's like, you know, like become unique with it. I mean, even if it's just a, a simple two, I mean, mine is you're welcome at the end. It's just, you're welcome. Or, or share this with your friends. You're welcome. Like just something like that. Um, I see a lot of people just say and have an, thank you for watching and have an amazing day, you know, or something like that. Uh, you know, my brother's is, um, you know, keep your gains. He's a fitness creator. Keep your gains simple and let's get massive. You know, and so I think a tagline uh, at the end to to get your keep your audience like in your kind of community and like in your gist and like personality is really uh, beneficial, especially if you're thinking long term for content, like, you know, years and years of creating content, you want to have that, you know, kind of slogan, uh, every, a, a huge portion of top creators have it, whether it be, 
um, something that they say or just something that like they do. You know, Gary Vee has the five. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that have just like a particular type of thing that they're known for. And in order for you to be known for that particular thing, it has to become unique to you. Um, and you have to do it. You have to stay consistent with it. So I think that's that's super important as well. Yeah, I like that. I think um, one of the things that um, it was actually a, a call I was on was with Patty Galloway yesterday. Um, and one of the things that he said was he's like, make it interesting, like make your call to action, just like what you said, make it unique and have some sort of either goal or enemy or like a purpose around it. It's like if you like and subscribe, it's like it's noise. But if you say, and I, I think I want to try this because I actually am. It's like, hey, I have a mentor that I'm racing to 100K. Please, you know, please follow me. Just something where it's like, you give a reason, even if that reason means nothing for the viewer, it's like, oh, there's this, yes, I'm going to help them in this battle, so to speak, against this enemy or whatever. Like, he's not really my enemy. I love the dude, but like, we're in a race. And so you're, you're helping me with a purpose. Your follow is not just because I asked you to, there's a purpose that you're serving. So I feel like that's, it's interesting. And I don't think we spend enough time thinking through some of these elements. We spend too much time on the like, oh, how do I get this to look right? How do I get like, I love camera gear. I focus way too much on that. I, I have good enough camera gear. I never need to worry about it again. So instead of focusing on that, I could focus on how do I make my calls to action more impactful? How do I make my my hooks actually hook people in? Like mm-hmm. spending time on the things that are maybe a little more boring, uh, but actually yeah. have an impact. Right. Yeah. I mean, and those people are watching your video throughout the whole entire thing. So it's like you don't want to ruin that like last few seconds with like and follow for more it's like you know they're on that like if they watch the video all the way through they either one they like the video or they were interested and they're kind of like and they haven't if they haven't followed you already they're on that like kind of point to where they don't know if they should follow you or they don't even remember i mean that's not like top of their mind and so you yeah. have to give them something that's like on top of their mind and be like okay i watched this video it's pretty good i'll just give him a follow because he's in this race for, with you know this this guy so I think yeah. that's great. That's a great little call to action. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. Um, I was just making sure we don't have any any good good questions coming in. Um, one thing that I have a question on is because I've so I, I I'm in a unique stance where I have I have two different accounts. I have an account for a company that I'm managing essentially. Then I have my account. So I'm at thirty just about thirty one thousand on one account and just brand new starting on another account. Overall, though, I've seen a huge decline in, like, just followers generally. Like, it, it suddenly dropped off. And I've asked a lot of creators this, and I feel like a lot of people have felt this, where things have slowed down. So I feel like, I don't know, what used to work, it, it's like YouTube, where, like, a lot of people creating content right now are creating videos that worked in 2016 or 2017. It's 2022. Like, what helped creators grow five years ago doesn't necessarily work anymore like you have to do different things now and i feel like tiktok is the same thing just much more accelerated where it's just it's a few months not a few years um my thought like when i first started growing it was posting more often going live as often as possible and making sure that you're i mean the seven second videos or the short video like three second hooks that's kind of the still kind of the mindset i have for growing what do you see differently now that I should do, whether I'm starting that first channel, maybe there's specific advice for that, or I'm trying to grow that 30,000, or maybe it's the same advice, but I just, I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
you're right. I mean, TikTok constantly changes. The algorithm constantly changes. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to innovate and try new things and to really pivot to where a particular feature or type of video is performing more uh, and, and, and pushing that more. And so I think uh, trying to, to, to chase the algorithm is just a means to an end. I think it's, it's super important to really just research your audience, research your niche, follow 20, 30 creators that you like and enjoy and you like their content that are in your niche. Okay. And then review their videos, the good ones, the bad ones, what they all have in common, why people are sticking around, why people are not sticking around, why people, are, why the creators are putting a caption there instead of there, why they cut there and why they make this video here. Um, and just developing new ideas and styles for your content. And then really just trying new shit and, and figuring out your content style and just massively producing that and then going from there uh reviewing your videos and rather than looking at the good videos and saying oh i did this video really well i'm going to try to replicate this look at the bad videos and figure out what you didn't do well and try to minimize those those mistakes and weaknesses because i think that's more beneficial than trying to replicate something that you might have done well or might have not done well and just gotten lucky with it um to whereas if the, the mistakes will, will minimize those those uh, chances of you not growing because TikTok a huge portion of TikTok is all based on luck and timing. You know, uh, you post 10 videos um, and let's say all 10 of them are really or let's say nine of them are really good. One of them is not really that good, uh, but nine of them posted them at the wrong time. You know, like if you posted them two months ago when that particular topic was trending or when that went on Newsline, that would have performed a lot better with that small initial group of people and getting you broadened out. Um, and so that's why I think you, you, you can only control the two things that you can control, and that is posting cadence. How many times are you posting? And then video structure. How are you structuring your videos? You know, how's your video style? How's your hook? And then most importantly, also, it's like a lot of people focus on the hook and they're like, oh, this video sucked. It didn't perform well in the metric standpoint. Um, it's because of my hook. It's like, well, no, actually, your hook was pretty good. You just didn't deliver on what you promised you would deliver in the hook five to seven seconds after the hook, which are leading people to scroll seven to seven seconds, uh, five to seven seconds after, you know, in the video. And so, and people could see this in the analytics of like average, you know, watch time. Um, and so I think what is just as important as the hook is delivering. Uh, on the, the value that you promised in the hook five to seven seconds after the hook, right, right away. Um, and, and, and again, it's, it's the perspective, it's the self-awareness of you, you know, how people are reacting with you, um, how you can utilize p particular features and unique characteristics of you to leverage that to gain more growth. For me, an example, I'm 18 years old, so I can connect with teenagers and young adults better um, and, 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 and really um, inspire them better. I, I, I just went to VidCon and I saw uh, triplets, twins, people with disabilities utilizing that to gain an audience and, and really being self-aware of how they can utilize that and leverage that into their content. So it's, it's, a, it's a number of things, but um, I think all of these that we just mentioned are super important for your growth long term. You know, right now, like if you want growth, like if you want followers, uh, I think it's super important for me to just go on the record before I say this is that it, follower count does not matter. I have all the followers in the world. You have a, a good amount of followers. It's not about the number. It's about the strength of the number. I have clients that have five, six, 7,000 followers. They're making more than me. Um, it's about really 
what you want to again the clarity aspect what you want to do what you want to be known for uh but if you want if you want followers it's not really that hard to go viral okay you look at what is going viral and tiktok will show you <clears throat> tiktok will show you you just got to look it up on on tiktok search bar filter it by the last couple of weeks and then just kind of replicate that uh in your own way and that's how you go viral. I mean, or, or you know, trigger a specific audience, spell something wrong, uh, put an ass in front of the camera. Like it's, it's, it, virality, uh, when you look at it on TikTok, the, the things that go viral, it's pretty stupid, but that's why it went viral. And so it's like, you know, but, but do you want to be known for that particular type of, you know, viral, uh, viral content? It's like most people know. And then most people don't even think of that and they do it. And then, you know, a couple months, this is exactly what happened to me. A couple months later, they're like, oh shit, I should have done that because I don't want to be known for that. And now they get this false hope of all these followers not actually caring what they're saying or what they're, what he, he or she is saying. And you're not creating content that you actually enjoy, which leads to burnout. And, and so it's, it's, that's just a, a dead end. And I'm so glad that I was able to, to really transition and get through that point because there was a constant two, three months where I was getting two, 3,000 followers on my first account, and I had 80, 90, 100,000 followers. But I had to just push through and keep creating content that I wanted to, to create, regardless of how many people were watching. And I only cared about that one viewer. Once you only care about impacting one person, and that one person commenting, man, this helped me really, you know, this helped me a ton, or I uh, love your content, keep it up, like that should drive you, that should um, really stick with you and, 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 and tell you that your content is impacting, your content is successful, your content is, um, it's, it's, it's awesome, you know, it's awesome, like, it only takes that one viewer. Um, and, and as you grow, though, it, it, uh, it does become kind of this race of like, ah, I just impacted 50,000 people on this video, and only 500 people on this video. But once you have that, you know, kind of perspective of like, oh my God, I impacted 500 people or one person or 10 people or 20 people or 500 people, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, that's, that's huge. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. And especially that, that is especially relevant for where I'm at. And I think as creators, like you think, I mean, I do, I think like YouTube, but like on TikTok, there are these creators that they came up with the app and they, as in like, they've grown with it. And they're kind of the OGs where they did those very viral videos where it was something that most of us wouldn't want to be known for it's something dumb, something silly, something whatever. Um, and I feel like a lot more people are coming to TikTok to help their business. It's a tool in their toolbox of building business, whether that's clients or whatever it is. And so for me, I come, I'm coming to TikTok for one account to help people on YouTube, get better looking, better sounding videos, grow more on YouTube, which we've talked about this a bit. It's difficult because I think People on TikTok go to TikTok to learn how to grow on TikTok. YouTubers go to YouTube to learn how to grow on YouTube. Like it's people aren't necessarily coming to TikTok to learn that, though that audience may be there. It it's not it's likely not something that's gonna go viral. My hyper niche like videos where I'm like, hey, here's what you do to grow on YouTube, they don't do well. Like they they really don't. When I trigger someone, like my latest video that's doing well was you know, I started with Alex Ramosi thinks you should post 80 or post 80 times a week and thinks you should too. Cause he does post eight times a week, spends a lot of money to be able to do that. And you can do that. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work. You can do it, mm -hmm. but it was very triggering and it's doing really well. It doesn't have any kind of good tips to grow on YouTube, which is really what I want to help with, but it's doing really well. So the next yeah. video got like 200 views where it is <laughs> to grow on YouTube. So I feel like you well, either think... chase the views or purpose. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think you, you take a huge um, kind of strategy that you did with that Alex Ramosi video and implement it in your YouTube type content of the Trojan horse and, you know, utilizing his virality and his kind of um, massive exposure that he's gained recently. The same with, tic- uh, with, with YouTube. I see a lot of people creating um, content saying, this YouTuber is blowing up, blah, 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 blah. This is what they're doing correctly. You know, something along those lines, just the same framework that you utilized. Um, and then that's, again, this is where perspective comes into play even bigger. It's like, okay, these YouTubers are on TikTok. They're on TikTok. And, you know, your value they can learn from. Um, but they're not on TikTok to learn from your value. So you have to incentivize them and, and really get them curious to want to uh, get their, their or get your value and consume your value. And so that's where that's again where perspective comes into play of like um, how they would like this value best articulated for them to consume it. Um, what are their mi- biggest pain points? What is a, a constant trend trend amongst these particular type of YouTubers that I'm trying to target with this particular type of video? Um, that I think is huge. And then uh, there was one more point that I was about to say, but I just forgot it. But um, yeah, I mean, the Trojan horsing framework that you utilized was was amazing. And that that like, that's what I think a lot of a lot of other people should be doing, too, in terms of uh, I I know a lot of people that have gone uh, their their kind of following from um, exposing or from, you know, kind of writing off other people's uh, virality and an audience. Hey, this person's 100% correct. I utilized the same strategy that he or she used and I did the same I, I got the same results. Or this person is not necessarily providing any value because of x y and z. Or you know whatever it may be, but but utilizing that because people are are seeing that person's content and would like kind of your point of view on it because they have their own point of view so they want to they're curious if they agree or not. Oh, I like that. Okay. So I think what what actually comes to mind is Patty Galloway on YouTube. He grew on YouTube by breaking down YouTubers. So it sounds like almost what I've been doing on that channel on on TikTok is been essentially creating YouTube searchable topics as TikTok videos, which is not easy to find. And it's not necessarily what you're looking for in the moment. So it sounds like maybe what I need to do is because it does sound like TikTok, like you said, the timing, the trends, things like that, use trends maybe of, you know, people that are doing well on TikTok. So almost like do what Patty Galloway does, but but on TikTok, like this creator's gained 100,000 followers in the past 30 days. Here's why. And like very quick, like 0.1, or explain what I've tried or like different things like that, but use more trends and more things that general audiences would be interested in versus you should or shouldn't buy the Fuji XS, XH2S. Like, you're gonna be like, I don't, what? Like, the skip. Yeah. But if it's like, here's how this person gained 300,000 views in the last 30 days, it's like, wait a second, cool. I wanna, yeah, cool. I, I like big numbers. I wanna learn how to do that. Yeah. And I, I don't do that nearly enough, I think. Or, or, yeah, or even how this YouTuber is gaining X amount of dollars um, and only started a couple months ago, you know? And then you're relating to the, uh, teenagers or young adults or just people that are interested in becoming YouTubers and earning money um, and they're like oh I'm thinking of doing this and if it you know only takes a couple months which it doesn't yeah. um, but y- y- again you're getting them curious on like how that person did it and how they can 
how they can replicate it. Um, yeah. And then they're like, oh my God, does he have more tips like this? They scroll over and you have, you know, here's how to create your first video. Here's blah, 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 blah. How to, you know, research other creators on YouTube, whatever it may be. And now they're really following you and really uh, consuming your content on a consistent basis because they're really interested in becoming a YouTuber. And you've also inspired them to become a YouTuber because you're providing the story uh, of that Trojan horse character, creator, or whatever that may be. And you could apply this with anyone and everyone, every niche, you know, whether it be cooking, health, fitness, relationships, uh, entrepreneurship, business. What else? I mean, anything like sports, like a lot of people do it on sports. There's a lot of people that just sit in front of the camera and just talk about how uh, MJ scores X amount of points on this game and then goes back and, you know, bets or whatever, you know, like it's yeah. that's that is a way to to, to gain traction. Um, and I think, again, but it all goes back to like the clarity aspect of like, do you want to just make an impact on these people or do you want them to to buy and purchase whatever you're providing? Regardless, you're going to have to build a community and and uh, and build trust with these people. And the only way of really doing that, and I say this a ton in my content, is providing as much valuable information as you possibly can, free value, to them without any expect any expectation of getting anything in return. This is huge for businesses and brands too, because a lot of brands will come on TikTok and as if and 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 act as if every video is an ad. They'll shove mm -hmm. the product in your face. Here's how this is going to change your life. This is how this is going to blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Talk about the industry. Talk about uh, the free value. I, I, I tell a lot of brands that I work with, act as if it's just a personal account and the brand is taking a back seat. Stanford Creators does this really like amazing. Like she, uh, uh, Lowe creates videos just like me, you, every other, you know, creator coach. And then, you know, Stan is really just taking a back seat. And so now Lowe is creating this positive impact and, um, and, and insp inspiring other creators. And now they, you know, every now and then she'll plug, you know, Stan. And then now it's like, it's already built in. It's the same thing with fitness. It's the same thing with every niche. You know, it's like providing that, uh, you know, if you have a supplement company or if you have an apparel company, what is the message behind this particular uh, uh, shirt? Or how did you make this shirt? How did you design this shirt? What goes into designing uh, people? What is the untold truth about starting an apparel company? What is the untold truth of supplement ingredients? What are actually in supplement ingredients? Rather than talking about the, the supplement that's gonna change my life, right? I think yeah. that's super important. I like that. I like that a lot. I think it's, I'm trying to think of this, this other account that I'm running cause it is super niche. And I feel like it's really hard to figure out what kind of content to post because it's essentially like full service Amazon seller agency. It's um, Shopify store and then NetSuite, which is like QuickBooks on steroids. So it's like these, it's like all e-commerce, but it's like, what do you, you really can't, I don't know. You're not there to sell. Like, like you just yeah. said, you're there to provide value. So even if it's just talking about like, here's something that happened in the e-commerce segment, here's some lessons from e-commerce here. Like, and you can throw some of those like little hints in of like, oh yeah, we actually help people with that, but don't ever be like, we are the people hire us. Like here's a, here's a 15 second ad that you're going to swipe past because yep. you really don't care. Um, so for people who are like, I mean, running businesses, but they're trying to get on TikTok. Is it is it mostly, hey, here's behind the scenes, here's lessons, or is there other ways like like breaking down things that have happened in the industry, or like 
ways to improve your business? Are there things like that that we can share? Or is it just yep. test everything? <clears throat> well, yeah. So, um, again, clarity comes huge for the foundation. Uh, but it's different for every business. You know, if they're all remote, it's going to be a little bit difficult and you're going to have to heavily rely on uh, one of the, you know, employees or hiring another, you know, employee to create content. But if you're in-house, if you have an office, if you have uh, a store or gym or re- whatever brick and mortar type of business, that is the best creative studio that you can ever imagine. Every brand now has the opportunity to create the next office and have the Dwight that ha- and have the gym, and, you know, like and have that whole scenery and, and play the character role out with every employee and, and, and person in the on the team. Um, there's there's a ton of brands that are doing it very, you know, very well on TikTok. Lemberland Sports, I think, is one. They'll go around. It's like a baseball bat kind of company and they won't even talk about baseball bats. You know, they'll go around and ask, uh, who do you think is a better player? Uh, Steph Curry and Kyler Murray, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving or LeBron James, Michael Jordan or, uh, you know, Babe Ruth and I don't know, Derek Jeter. Like they ask these questions to everyone around the everyone around, you know, kind of the the the, you know, office and people give their particular type of takes. And now the audience can not only play a, uh, play along with the the question or whatever they're talking about, but also uh, get insights of that person's interests, of that person's personality. And so now they're like in the, the business with you and want to see this business grow. And oftentimes they're making bats while they're asking these questions and stuff like that. So they're, they're showing the behind the scenes. And I think that's huge. People want to see the behind the scenes. TikTok is raw. A lot of people will come from Instagram, like a lot of businesses will come from Instagram, Facebook to TikTok and act as if it's the same. It is not the same. TikTok is completely raw. It is authentic. It is pull up the phone and act as if it's an Instagram story. Like rather than saying, again, hey, guys, we're here and blah, 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 blah. No, it's just like I want to show you how we make this or what we do in this particular type of situation. Um, that dif- that differentiates us from everyone else or, or whatever it may be. Um, or uh, nobody is talking about the untold truth of this particular type of problem in, you know, this niche, whether it be e-commerce. Nobody is talking about how, uh, you know, Facebook ads are, are, are dying but are still profitable because of this and this and this or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, you can utilize kind of the um, – Pers- uh, not not perspectives, but like uh, concepts and thoughts that people have on a particular industry, and kind of leverage that as well, and Trojan horse that. Like, um, you know, a ton of people in the fitness industry have this like kind of idea that uh, influencers and everyone are trying to become experts. So you can utilize that and 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 really come in as a fitness creator and be like look i'm not an expert i'm really just providing what i'm doing and and being that transparent self transparency is key authenticity is key and with authenticity you have to be transparent you have to show who you are who you're not uh what you do what your business does what your business does not do um you know all those sorts of things and then people can kind of get a a, uh make their own kind of idea and and thought on your business and if it's a good business, then they're going to think it's good and, and, and love the, the brand and love kind of the energy and, and, uh, the mission statement of the, the business. I love that. I think that's, 
huge key to help people with because I, I feel like the older platforms, Facebook, Instagram, like we have businesses have developed, oh, this is how you you just run ads. Like you you create these things that are very polished and aren't vulnerable, aren't raw, and it'll work on any platform, but it doesn't. It's very different. Um, we did have a comment here, though, um, asking how people can hire you because we're uh, getting some good value. If you go over to Stone's profile, go to his Stan link in his uh, on his profile, and you'll be able to schedule a call with him. Is that, that accurate? Yeah. yeah, you'd schedule a call, get my ebook. Um, I got Notion templates because I love Notion. You got my 50-hook template sheet, or you could just watch my content. A ton of the shit that I say in my meetings and I say in my programs and ebooks, I say in my content, you know, but you can schedule a meeting to get it all in one place and to really get it personalized for you. Uh, you can, you know, get my free TikTok growth guide too to really gain that clarity and to really uh, do your homework. And it's kind of like this kind of guide of, of uh, gaining that clarity, uh, researching your niche, developing kind of the content uh, for you. And that's really all you need, you know, and then. Uh, if you want to take it to the next level and, you, and work with me personally, you can. But again, it, it's the same thing with me. I'm not expecting people to come meet with me. I'm just providing as much. See, like I'm providing as much valuable information as I possibly can. And now people are wanting to work with me, just like that question. It's the same thing with uh, on my TikTok and my comments. And, and that's the majority of the reason why I started monetizing was because every other comment was, dude, uh, do you do consultation calls? Like review my account now. I, I will yeah. pay you. And then, and then that's where the, the, the demand of the, the product or service is already built in. Now I just have to develop the product and then offer it and sell it. Um, and so that's another thing that I think a lot of people should do when in terms of monetizing is not focus on the money. People are so impatient to build this community. I mean, they look at Gary Vee, they look at me, they look at you, they look at all these other creators making a ton of money, but they don't understand the, uh, the, the work that we had to put in to get to this point. Gary Vee uh, posted a shit ton of content for seven years straight and didn't do anything but that, and now is, is really getting his exposure up. Um, it's the same thing with me. You know, I, I was creating content for a year and a half uh, and, and just putting in the time and the work three videos a day not not caring what people think not not caring who or uh who didn't like it or who did like it. like i just wanted to just put it out and really help and so i think that's huge and 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 um it, it i think it it like i said earlier with lumberland sports of just asking questions they're not exp they're not trying to get people to to buy bats they're really just trying to build that community and that audience and then it's just it's taking a it's a back seat and and now people are just you know kind of funneling in through that uh it's the same thing with any business like people on tiktok it's transparency like eliminate selling as a whole just eliminate selling eliminate making money and and over time it'll just be built in it'll just come like it it will um and then there's obviously ways and strat uh, strategies, tactics to to effectively do that. And that's another thing that, uh, you know, I teach in terms of my meetings and programs of like, you know, set setting up the sales funnel effectively, follow up emails, email marketing, nurture sequences, um, the whole nine yards, products, services, you know, scaling those, all that. But but, yeah, I just wanted to really harp on providing just a shit ton of content and a value without any expectation of getting anything in return. I like that. I like that a lot. That's something that I've been, I've been binge watching Alex Herbozy's content, and I I like his concept. I don't 
99.99% of us are in a place where it's like, I really don't need the money. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, t hundreds of millions of dollars in net worth. But um, I have a question about that. But there was a, a quick comment. Um, someone said, that, I wish I could record this session. There's too much information. If you go to wearevideomakers.live, that'll take you to Amazon Live. And it's actually going to stay up there. This is being streamed there. It'll always be there. It's, it does get hard to find because Amazon Live's a newer platform. It's kind of hard. You can't search for it. Um, but it'll always be there. So if you ever want to rewatch this with Stone, it's there. Um, but I did have a question on this because I've, I feel like there is there is the people. It's like all money. It's like okay, I'll provide some value, but if you want the real value, you have to pay. And then there's people on, you know, the extreme end like Alex, where it's like no, literally everything's for free unless you're paying me five, six, seven figures for my work. I don't I don't care to charge you. I'm just going to give it to you for free. And then, you know, you like you, you're in the middle where it's like, I'm going to give as much as I can for free, but I still need to be able to monetize and be able to live and do my thing. Like at where, and I've, I've kind of adopted this where I literally, I built a course that I was going to sell for a few hundred dollars. I built a ton of resources that I was going to sell and I'm giving them all away for free now. I'm not charging a single thing. The only people I'm charging is agencies that I'm working with. And I'm hoping that's the right move, but I'm not sure. Just, where do you land? When when do you start charging? How, how can people monetize on social media, but also make sure they're giving enough away for free that they build that community? Yeah, great question. I don't know why my, my, my camera's blurring out, but... Um, You're good. Yeah, so I think uh, <clears throat> a couple things there. A lot of people are afraid to give the golden sauce out, right? But the... but. <laughs> The reality is the golden sauce is already out. You know, there's people that are bigger than you that are doing what you're doing at a bigger scale. Okay. And if there's not, then it just gives you more of a reason to, to, to give it out. Um, but it's already out. You know, people, when, when people work with me, when people work with you or with Alex or Mosey, they're paying for uh, not only the accountability, the, the guidance, uh, but also for the, you know, the compact information all in one place with, you know, with, with TikTok, I'm with picking niches and researching your niche and hashtags and all of that, uh, that's in, you know, my programs and, and eBooks, that's all my content, right? But it's, it's, it's hard to find. It's, it's all scattered all over the place. Uh, maybe I don't touch upon it for a few months, right? But it's super key. And I just forget because there's other things that are coming up that I want to create content around. So again, it's just providing a shit ton of value to where um, the, the demand just, it will be built in, it'll just, it'll come like, I know, it's hard to believe, but trust me, it'll just come it would just um, because you're giving so much value to where people are just like, dude, this is amazing. How can we work with you more or, or what else do you know? Or uh, I took this tip of yours and it worked. What else do you have in the bag? Um, and it's the same thing. Like I just provided a shit ton of value. It wasn't monetized. I had maybe 80, 90,000 followers on Coach Stone and every other comment, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 comments. Every other comment was literally, do you book, do you have one-on-one -on -one consultations? Can you review my account? What am I doing wrong? I need help and you can go back in my videos and look at it and then that's when I was just like okay I know the demand and, and this is this is the thing this is when people could start to monetize when you get a lot of these comments when you get a lot of these DMS and then you you, you see a common theme in your audience not only should you be solving those those 
those needs and wants in your content, but you should be thinking about how you can develop a uh, optimal offer to uh, scale and, 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 and to, you know, provide your audience and to, to monetize. Um, and it could be one-on-one coaching, it could be group sessions, it could be community, Discord, Facebook group paid, uh, it could be personalized video responses, eBooks, templates, uh, it could be calculators if you're you know, doing calculations or something, it could be anything. Like a lot of this stuff, uh, like this is funny. Um, I, when I started to monetize and I was thinking of like passive products, I looked at my 50 hook template sheet one, one day when I was creating content, I'm like, wait, I utilize this every single time I create content. Um, and I get so many comments of like, Hey, how do you get a good hook? What are the best hooks? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why don't I just take this and sell it? And I did, it took me literally 10 minutes. I just had to copy paste implement in my stand store. Boom, you know, $20 and now it prints and it just prints and it's valuable because I, I still use it to this day. And now other creators are utilizing it and, and benefiting from it. So it's the same thing. I have Airbnb clients, uh, they'll utilize calculators and things like that. We'll go ahead and, and kind of copy and paste those. And so that other people can utilize them when they're looking for deals, it's things like that, that I think is super crucial, but it's, it's building the, uh, the audience and the impact and, uh, first, um, and, and while you're doing that, you can do things like offering a free guide, offering a free template and collecting those emails and phone numbers. Uh, so that way you can, you can attain your audience, which I think a lot of people should be doing, especially if you see a, a, a substantial amount of growth in your content, you're getting thousands and thousands of views. You definitely should be evaluating those common needs. Even if it's five, 10 comments, what are they? And thinking about a free offer rather than a uh, hundred dollar coaching session because you know, coach and, uh, because coach stone and Zach are doing it. No, I, my first coaching session, I'm not kidding you was $10 for 30 minutes. It's $250 for 30 minutes right now, because it's just demand. Like if you look at my calendar, I was taking those calls every single day until one of my business coaches was like, dude, you're going to burn out. And I'm, I was close to it. And so that's when I just continued to, to increase the price and people were still buying it because it's still valuable and people are still getting results. And those people will still come back and say, look, just from that 30 minute call, I am now uh, 10xing my income, I've grown my audience, how can we do this on a recurring basis? Like, just give me the price and let's just do it, you know? And so, uh, again, but, but none of this happens if you're not good at your craft. Like, that's huge. Like, you gotta, you gotta really put in the work, you gotta research, you gotta tackle every struggle, every problem, every question, and know the answer to it. This is why I'm so confident when it comes to questions in terms of TikTok. This is why I'm going to do a Q&A stream like weekly is because I'm so good with questions because I know every pain point. I know the answer and how to how to solve it. Not a lot of people know that, you know, like there's a lot of people in, in the fitness space is the hugest because I'm getting a lot of clients in, in fitness. Um, a lot of like fitness influencers don't know how many bones are in the body. They don't know how many, you know, muscles are in the body, you know. So it's like, how do you think you're going to help? someone, um, you know, really impact their body and really get stronger, or, uh, you know, if they have this particular injury, how to navigate that if you don't know it, you know, so it's really putting in the work um, and, and, and really researching and implementing that research into your content and providing that research to your audience. And I think that's what another reason why content creation is super 
important and super beneficial for everyone is because it keeps you accountable and disciplined to keep researching and uh, to, to be right because you don't want to be wrong because then everyone's going to expose you. You're going to ruin your reputation and it's just it's a means to a dead end. So that's that's the that's the one thing um, that I really get, got from when starting content was um, I got I was really obsessed with like the the compound interest calculator from my first account compound interest calculator uh, investing. I was like, this is super fascinating. All the other teenagers and young adults should be doing this. Um, okay, what else is there to this? And then I, I, I noticed that there's so much. And so now it just it just started. And I really had to get into how to research these particular type of things. And I utilized me researching that uh, for more content. And a lot more people are doing this. I just had Drew Ford on my podcast, and he does this the best. He'll read books. And, and, and summarize a chapter in a video, but he won't say that I just read this book and this is what I got. No, he'll say the value in the beginning, right off the bat, say why it's beneficial and then say the source, right? But pe people, when, when people hear that something came from a book, you know, again, this is perspective and he's young, right? And so he's catering to a younger audience when, when <laughs> younger people are, 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 are hearing book, they're like, swipe. You know, I want to see the sports highlight. I want to see the guy cooking. I want to see that satisfying video. That's who you're competing with, too. And so it's, again, it's that perspective of how to um, form you, uh, format that value to be best uh, in order for people to, to consume it the best. Yeah. I like that. I think that's <laughs> – it reminded me of – and I, I did just have like a week of I binge listening to Alex's content. I, that's what I do. Yeah. I like to really dive into people's things. But he's like, talk about what you've done, not what people should do. Like if you are like if you haven't actually accomplished something, don't try to advise people on how to accomplish that thing. Like, and, and I, like you don't sorry for that. my interruption. But no, you're um, good. And this is this is for my Stone Frederickson account. This is exactly what blew me up in the beginning. Um, and I got this from Gary Vee originally because Gary Vee was like a huge portion of, of content creation is self-awareness, what you know, what you don't know, and, and being transparent with that to your audience. And it's just as, as, as small as uh, reformatting what you say, you know, and if you want to advise someone or if you want to give advice or, or, or something along those lines of what you learned or something like that, uh, just format it in a different way rather than you need to, you should. I believe you should. I recommend you should. I believe people need to, you know, that's, that, that was my, one of my best performing hooks in the beginning was simple shit. I believe every teenager needs to hear and do right now. That'll change your life. Trust me. And then people were like, you know, a lot of teenagers, you know, it was triggering a lot of teen, uh, you know, I got into like getting off your ass, getting off the video games, Netflix, and really getting to work and investing your money and writing down your goals and all this shit. Um, and a lot of people didn't like it, but you scroll down to, to the positivity because the negativity speaks louder. So it's at the top, but you scroll down and a lot of teenagers are like, thank you so much, man. I needed this, you know, thank you so much. And you gave, even get those people, uh, commenting and, and taking your back with the people that are, 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 you know, kind of shitting on you and saying, Hey, look, this is just his opinion, you know, and they realize it. They're like, this is just his opinion, dude. He's not telling you to do this. He's doing it. And he, he believes you should be doing it too, to benefit your life. And so the, the, the people that need the information and that get the information and that love the information, they'll get the, the message and what you're really trying to do, and they'll take your back, which is really, really cool to see as you're building your audience. 
Yeah, I like that a lot. I think it's, and it's also, I like the reframe. I, I think you should. I believe you should. And I think you need to keep that. Um, but I think there's a, another side to this coin that we forget too often when it's like, well, you haven't done it, so you can't be good at it. Mm-hmm. I want you to think back to any sports coach, any coach you've ever had at all, and think about their their athletic accomplishments. They likely weren't as good as you're hoping to be, but they have spent the time, the effort. They've worked with tens, hundreds, thousands of people to get results in that area. And so I've had a lot of people ask me on my channel, like, why should I listen to you on YouTube when you only have 2,200 subscribers? Mm-hmm. Like, I've worked with channels at hundred K at 200 K at 280 K I've taken people's revenue from with AdSense from 4,500 a month to 12 grand a month. I've doubled and tripled subscriber rates that were already two or 3000 a month to eight, 10,000 a month. So it's, even though I haven't done that, I've helped people do that. And so there are going to be these people that you work with or that you listen to that are incredible coaches. I mean, yep. there might be an incredible sports coach, but they're paralyzed and they like are paraplegic like they can't do what you're doing but they know how to get you to do what you need to do and so you need to again be self-aware like know that sometimes yes you need to listen to people who have accomplished it but maybe they just got there because they were pretty lucky i think that's less often than you think but it's possible and on the other side there are going to be these people that know what they're talking about even though they don't look like they have the results to back it up so just be self-aware take everybody's opinion with a grain of salt whether amazing or not like and yeah, I'm testing it out. <clears throat> hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far, but I wanted to interrupt to give you a gift. If time is one of the biggest obstacles that you have in creating more content, I created a mini course to show you how to create 10 videos from 60 to 90 minutes of total effort during the week. The knowledge I share in this course is very valuable, but this one is on me. I want to help you to create more content and to make a bigger impact. If you go to gift.wearevideomakers.com, you can download your free gift. Now back to the show. Yeah, I mean, this was this is such a huge point, and um, this this was really circulating in my head when I started creating content because I was 17 years old at the time, okay? And I was talking about money, index funds, crypto, investing, um, and I heard it all the time when I would pitch it to, to friends, to family, you know, why would anyone listen to you? You know, why would anyone listen to a 17-year-old that's not even old enough to, to start investing uh, in their own accounts? And I'm like, because most people don't know that they can get a custodial account and start investing now. And people don't understand, and teenagers don't understand, uh, you know, compound interest. And this thought really, really inspired me and and got me to start was beginners can help beginners. Okay, so if you think that you're just in the beginning and that you have nothing to provide and that no one will listen to you, just know that people are starting or haven't even started yet. You know, so you can impact those people rather than the experts and rather than, you know, you're, you're probably not going to give any value to the Alex Ramoses, but you're going to give value to the people that are just beginning. And that's what I realized. You know, I was I was impacting 15, 16, 14 year olds. And I was like, holy shit, man, this is nuts. And I did. I did get the stock traders and all these people coming in and saying, you don't know anything and blah, 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 blah. I just don't listen to them because I'm putting in the work, I'm putting in the research, and I put that in my content, but they don't see it because they only, you know, saw this virality, uh, the, this viral content uh, rather than the other videos that are getting a thousand views, you know. And that's another thing is like, is is having the humility of of of, of having the ups and downs of TikTok. That TikTok has ups and downs. Look at any TikTok page. Look at mine. Look, I, I'm starting to put out these day in the life vlogs, and they're getting two, three thousand views. Two, three thousand views for someone that has two hundred and forty thousand followers is horrible. 
okay? But I don't care because I love creating the videos and uh, the, the, the 200 and 300 people that like those videos, they love it too because they're going out of their way to not only watch the video, but to double tap the screen and indicate that they love that video and to go even out of their way to comment and say, I love this video, you know? And so I think there is a difference between creating for your soul and like, uh, like really, really creating content that you like and uh, that, that shows that transparency of like, you are putting in the work or you are doing this behind the scenes and you know, the, the, the content around your niche and the impact and the value. So I think you have to have a good balance between the two. Um, but in the beginning, I think, you know, you should probably be more focused on the, the niche, on the value, because you haven't built a name for yourself. You haven't done anything, you know? And, um, and even if you have done something, like you are a business coach or you've worked with millions of, you know, uh, people or thousands of people in your industry, don't come out and say that. I mean, I, I, some people do it, you know, and it works. It, it just, it depends on the niche and, and, and the video topic, really. If it's a longer type of a video, you can kind of plug it in, in the beginning. But one thing I also realized was no one gives a shit who you are when you post a video. They just want watch time. They just want value. They just want dopamine. So you just got to give it to them. You know, I didn't come on this platform and say, hey, guys, I'm starting this new TikTok, blah, 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 blah. My name is Stone, blah, blah, blah. Now I do because I, I, I could pin that up to the top and really convey with the, the, the people that are new to my profile who I am. But I didn't waste that time because it wasn't relevant to that video objective of, of the value that I want to provide. And so, again, going back to what we were saying earlier, all of these things have a purpose and have a reason to, to implement for not only that reason, but many more. Yeah, I like that. We had a couple of good comments come in, um, but I think it's what I'm getting from all of this is that there, there's and like you've made a couple of posts like this where it's like algorithms change, do this, but it's like there is no secret. There is no this is the exact right thing to do. You can post ten TikToks a day or one TikTok a week. I mean, I'm, and I want to ask you this. I'm guessing. For most of us, about one quality TikTok a day is probably, and you know, maybe five a week, I guess, Monday through Friday, probably a good, good balance between volume and quality. But there's, there's no secret. There's no, this is how you do it. Just say you're an expert. That doesn't work. Just like there, it's, it's connect exactly. with the people watching, give them value, and make sure that when they're done watching, they want to watch more. Like that's, yep, that's what I'm getting. That is such a huge point. Um, a couple things here. Yeah, there is no blueprint. There is, I mean, there's a blueprint that you can that you can you know follow along. That, like I've developed, that many other creator coaches that have developed. But I think the best strategy is no strategy. It's just to just do try shit, try shit. You know, uh, but 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 uh, improve your skills of the perspective, of the clarity, of the 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 video structure, etc. Hook. Um, but there is there is no like. You know, there's no golden, you know, okay, this video post this, this video, because everyone's different. Everyone's personality, everyone's characteristics are different. Um, I think that's huge. And there was another, shoot, there was another, uh, there was another point I wanted to, to say on that, but I forgot it. Um, I think, yeah, I forgot it. Uh, what were you saying? <laughs> I was talking about like, there's no, there's no secret key, like posting five days a week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Posting yeah. key. This there is you go. huge. Okay. This yeah. is po this is huge. So a lot of people are like, "How many videos do I post? You know, mm -hmm. what is you know how many videos?" And so the simple answer is post an amount of videos that'll still give you the ability to post the next day. Because I want you to stay consistent. Okay, uh, think about the next six months to a year. How many videos you can post every single day to withstand that time period? 
And for me, it was three because I was really confident and it was the top of my priority. Uh, even though I had uh, a minimum wage job Monday through Friday, I was doing hockey, I was high school, I had a lot of my plate. Content was, and, and, and the impact was a priority for me. Um, and so I would batch create content on Saturday, I mean on Sunday, uh, post three times a day, I would create maybe 21, 25, 30 videos on Sunday. Uh, but that's just what I did. And now a lot of people, that's too much for them. Um, and, but I think in the beginning, it's really important to just put out as much content as you possibly can to just get used to the features, to get used to how to add captions, where to add captions, how to clip up particular type of you know clips and how to make them more appealing and how to do how to do duets and stitches and really get familiar with all the features and how to create content at scale. And then you can go into like, okay, uh, let's narrow in our craft and 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 figure out you know, really what will perform well, what can we do to, you know, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought again. I don't know why, uh, I don't know why that's doing that. But uh, yeah, I think that's, that's super important is, is really just figuring out, I think your, your screen went black, but uh, it's fine. Oh, you went away. Okay, cool. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take it from here. Um, I think in terms of just growing in the beginning and, and, and posting cadence, just whip out videos. I mean, bring out your, your, your phone. You don't need a DSLR camera. You don't need a fancy mic. And just talk or, or, or create content or, 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 or video two seconds of everything that you do in your day. Splice it up to a voiceover if you're so you know insecure to talk in front of the camera. And I get it. Look, I, I totally get it. In the beginning, I was not uh, uh, a, a person to put myself out there. I was very, very, very insecure. Um, but I knew that the impact that I was providing was more important and more valuable than my insecurities. And once you realize that, I think is is when once it gets really, really dangerous, it, because you really start to uh, conceptualize what you're doing and really how important your what you're doing is to other people. I like that. I'm sorry, my uh, camera came unplugged, <laughs> so I kept disappearing. Okay. I was like, "Why is it turning off?" <laughs> it was just unplugged. <laughs> so, okay. no, I think that's man. There's, I, I like, and I like that that little bit of the last point that you you made. Like, you don't need a, a nice camera. Like, I, I I my channel. I talk a lot about cameras. I talk a lot about microphones. I talk a lot about all this stuff. I was on a call um, training call this today with Vanessa Lau. She has over five hundred thousand on YouTube. And when she started, she did spend a lot on gear, and she even spent more on gear. And then she realized that she doesn't like to sit in a studio space and record, and she likes to kind of move places. So she's like, I pared down to um, – she has a Sony EV10, which is actually the camera I recommended that you buy. She has a decent lens and then a tripod, and she has, an, in my opinion, an okay microphone. And she's like, I, this is all I use. She's like, I move it places and I, I do my thing. She's like, I don't like studio lights. I like the natural sunlight. So I'll sit in my living room or on my front porch or wherever. She's like, I, I like the simple setup. And that's for YouTube. So TikTok is even like, just oh God, if you so want cool. higher quality, flip your phone around and use the back camera. Yeah. That's as complicated as you need to make it. Like I, I actually set up, so I bought a brand new camera. I have set up here. I have another camera over here on a slider. I have 12 microphones. I've got this streaming. Like I have so much complicated stuff and I've gone through it and set it up today. And I'm like, I think I've done too much. I think I've gone too far because 
content creation, it used to be I'd come in here, flip on a switch, press record, and we're going. Now it's like, oh, I've got to set this up, and I've got to set that. that. Like, yeah. it's too complicated now. And so, like, even if you had, if you had a twenty thousand dollars studio, you would likely not make content. So don't worry about buying new gear. Use what you have, and then you'll understand. I don't like how I sound. Okay, we'll buy a microphone. Okay, you've got a microphone now. Like, if things come up that you don't like, address the problem. But don't think you, that's the barrier to entry because it's not. Yeah, I think that's. Oh my God, it's, that's crucial. It's huge because a lot of people think, oh, they need all this lighting, they need all this microphones and good cameras, and then you, the the people that actually get it realize how. Uh, how much more work they just put on themselves to just only even learn about how to utilize the equipment, uh, let alone how to create the content while utilizing it and, and uh, other features around the, the camera and everything like that. So it's the same thing with me. Like I am hesitant on getting a, a DSLR camera because and not only for the money, not, not because of the money I, I, I can afford it. I just, uh, I know that it might be an, a, a, another bottleneck of me creating content, but um, I'm utilizing it for a different purpose, and that's for more long-form content, streaming, and I'm going to set it up to where as I, I, towards if I can just you know press it once and we're, we're, we're going. Um, it's one of the reasons why I haven't been really creating YouTube-type content because I have to go to my phone, I have to zoom it, I have to edit the quality, i got to set up the lighting, uh, the mic, you know... YouTube, it has to be visually appealing uh, to, to an extent because people are watching for 8, 10, 6 minutes, uh, upwards to 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, right? Uh, it's the same thing with the podcast that I'm doing now. Uh, you know, it's not getting the exposure that I would like it to get, but I know why. You know, it's like the, the, the Zoom calls are just not optimal for podcasting. Um, and this, this will, I think, will be really beneficial in terms of the goals because uh, my goal for that is to do IRL is to, to interview people in person because it'll just be better for me and the, the guests to, to really connect, but also for the audience to really um, gain the value. Um, but instead of, you know, setting up this huge studio, uh, getting a bunch of cameras and all this, I set a goal to where I'm not going to do that until the podcast can pay for itself. And it's the same thing I did with TikTok. I'm not going to go out and buy a ring light and a mic and all this other shit until the content can pay for it. And so now you have even a, a bigger incentive to to hammer down on the content uh, because you want to, you know, do that and, and, and to have it, you know, bigger, better, whatever it may look better. Um, so if you want a DSLR camera, if you want all this fancy, you know, stuff, um, start with your iPhone, create content until it could pay for the camera. And so that way, once you have the camera, you have a built-in audience, you have everything, you know a lot, you know? And so now it, it, it incentivizes you to, to just learn everything in the process to achieve that goal. Uh, I saw this, I think, on Ali Abdal and the way he structured his goals, and it's brilliant. Rather than saying that uh, you want to learn how to, the, learning how to play the guitar, uh, set a goal to how to play the Beatle, uh, or, 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 so, sorry, I, I phrased this wrong. Rather than saying, um, I want to learn how to play the guitar, phrase it in a way of, I want to learn how to play this particular song from the Beatles while utilizing the guitar. And so now, 
learning all the chords, learning all the, you know, everything is just the process to achieve the goal. Because if learning the guitar is so broad to where you don't really have a, a direction of where to go, it's the same thing with content. It's like, I want to learn how to create content where it's like, you don't really know what to do, or I want to build an audience. It's like, okay, well, again, it's super broad. Um, but if you have like a particular type of goal of like, oh, you know, like the cameras or like, you know, uh, a mic, or I want to start a podcast or whatever it may be, uh, tying that into the goal. Now, everything that you need to learn and that you want to learn, quote, is in the process to achieve that goal. And so it's like a better, you know, motivational kind of tactic. Yeah, no, I like that a lot because it is, it's uh, my, for content, I mean, I want to learn content. I'm, I've, I'm still learning content. You're still learning content. The people who have been doing this two decades are still learning content. Like it's, that never ends. But if you have an end, like a, something that's more tangible, I feel like that, that helps a lot. And it's, um, and one point I wanted to make similar to you with my stuff. I started my YouTube channel with my iPhone. I, I was at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to invest a little bit. So I bought $150 with the lights and a $30 lav mic. And that was it. And my first 60 videos on my YouTube channel were on my iPhone, which I didn't love, but I had a video that did really well. It sold a hundred thousand dollars worth of t-shirts and it was an affiliate link. So I made 15 grand. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy, I'm buy a camera. Shopping. Like, so I bought a camera, but I still like very slowly. And I was like, okay, I need, I really do need nicer lights. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do need a nicer microphone, but there hits this point where it's like, once you've I think you can probably at the very top end, if you're including a laptop, you know, I have a MacBook, $5,000 on equipment, including a Mac, like that's about the most you can spend before the returns just are yeah. so marginal that it's not worth it anymore. Like I, my channel is about gear and I literally in the past three months I've had brands send me about $10,000 worth of gear and I've bought a new camera. So $13,000 worth of gear in the past three months, none of it has substantially increased the quality of my content because I already had the basics. I already had the bare minimum. Do I like it better? Sure. Is it more work? Yes. I, a lot of it I'll review. I'll give it away. I'll sell it, things like that. But after that, like three to 5,000 mark, it zero impact. So get an okay camera, get a microphone. Microphones, they are worth the you know, investment. Either find a place where you have good lighting or invest in some okay lighting and then call it good. Don't worry about it ever again because it is a cycle that never ends and it never improves your content past that, like kind of that minimum level of investment. So I, yeah. I like that you, you said that. Yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge good point. Um, and I did the same thing, you know, cause I started on YouTube first uh, because I didn't know what to do. And I was kind of self-conscious in terms of, of TikTok. made like 12 videos. And what I did was I literally bought same with you a $20 lavalier mic and like a hundred dollar, uh, uh, ring light. And I got it because I, i sold a couple things around my house on eBay. And so I, I got it very frugal guy. Uh, and you, you'll probably know that if you watch my stone Fredrickson account, but, um, and then now I just utilize that in, in to, to grow on TikTok. But a majority of that equipment, I don't even utilize now. Sometimes I don't even utilize the, the ring light. Uh, some of my videos, like if you go to my Stone Fredrickson, one of my the, the pinned videos was me creating a video in the dark, literally at night. Um, and it was just my, using my, my computer screen as lighting. And I'm just like, hey, here's a video that I think every teenager needs to hear, right? I think every teenager needs to hear. So again, um, 
it's it's the way that you phrase it it's it's the value quality is irrelevant the quality is the value that you're providing and how you're providing it it's no longer the visual rep uh like uh you know the dslr or whatever it is it is the visual appearance but uh the the visual appearance again the is, is judged on how the value is being articulated with a green screen. Okay, great. You're, you're showing a, a diagram to, to convey this value a little bit better. Um, using, utilizing this picture instead of the, you know, whatever it is, that is quality. And so I think a lot of people, when I say improve your quality, that's what I mean. Improve your quality on how you are conveying the value in your video visually and, you know, uh, vocally uh like how you are doing it that is the quality that tiktok is it, quality is really shifted from youtube to tiktok yeah no and i totally agree with that it is and the one thing they share is it's that content value like you said it's it's what's in the content not what the content looks like yes there there is an expectation on youtube like you said for it to look better there is an expectation and i get i've gotten a lot of comments even because i i do use my camera because i like to but yeah. people are like this looks way overproduced. This looks like an ad. This looks like a YouTube video. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like it belongs here on TikTok. And you're right, but my channel's about creating better looking, better sounding videos. So there's a purpose behind it. But 99% of people shouldn't be doing that. Like, cause it's, yeah. it makes you stand out not in a good way on TikTok. So, you know, like right. it's well, well, nail it, the content. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people say provide value, provide value. It's like, yeah, sure, provide value, but there's a shit ton of people providing value, okay, in the form of entertainment, education, and or inspiration. You have to figure out a way to provide value in a unique way and an effective way that is best for that person that you're talking to. Again, perspective, how they would like that value. It's not just about the value. It's about how you're articulating the value. So that way they're able to consume it and, uh, you know, wanting to consume it, having that curiosity of what it is you're talking about. Um, there's so many people that are just like, all right, here are five ways to make money in 2022. It's like, dude, like, I don't want to watch that. It's so, it's mm -hmm. so, you know, it's so repeatable. It's like, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just try new shit and just become creative and, and, and be authentic and just, uh, do it again in the way that is easy for the, the person that you're talking to, to consume that value. Yeah, I like that. And again, that makes me think of the session I was in yesterday where um, Patty Galloway is like, what worked in 2016 doesn't work now. You need to do what's working in 2022. And that's the same with YouTube. Like the videos that were top five ways to blank, like not that that can't work, but that is, that has been done for the past five years. That's not novel anymore. That's not, and like, unless someone specifically searched that, which when I search, I don't search top five ways. I usually, if anything like that, it's best way to blank. Like I don't ever search top five, like, no. So you need, you need to do what's working now. And that's hard, especially like as you've grown up or as you've consumed a lot of content, you've seen what works in the past. And so maybe some of that is in your subconscious to replicate, but you have to try it. Like, that's why you have to try new things. Um, we had a, a good question here because I actually don't know the answer to this. So it says, for TikTok, how do you use affiliate programs like Amazon to promote products? On YouTube, that's really, really easy. Amazon Live, it's the easiest place ever. On TikTok, I don't actually know. Like, I've tried to figure it out, but I don't know a way to do that. Do you know of a way to do any kind of affiliate sales with TikTok? Yeah, so um, 
I think, it, and this goes into monetization as a whole too, in terms of brand deals too. <clears throat> Uh, well, first thing in terms of Amazon, you know, storefront and if the the actionable and tactical steps is to you know create a uh, storefront, put it in your link in bio or put it in your stand, and then promote it, right? But there's a the promotion is really what I want to har- harp on. The way to promote it because you don't want to say, okay, yeah, go to my you know link and you know Amazon affiliate, blah blah blah. blah. Promote whatever those products are that you're using, you know, um, and I do this with my Notion templates. Format it in a video that is that is uh, valuable. So so one of my Notion templates is uh, a, a content kind of calendar schedule that my team and I use. Um, and so I made a video about like how I structure my content and how I organize my content to be able to post multiple times for multiple accounts. And so now people are getting a gist of how they can do it, and the tool is just like a, a way to 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 uh, maximize that value it's the same thing you know here it's like uh you could do an office tutorial or the all the equipment that you use or if you're a fitness trainer uh what is your favorite you know bands to use or whatever you know Uh, but not coming sales and saying that like look i don't get any benefit from i get five cents when you purchase it from amazon but that transparency uh especially when it grows at scale is really really um is 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 important because people are like he's true you know he's only getting five cents i might as well go out and support the guy uh while i get this thing that i need because i love this video and i want to do this particular type of thing in the video um it's the same thing with brand deals like a lot of people are like how do i work with brands it's like well start implementing products and and brands that you use in your videos already uh for free and people are like oh well they won't pay me it's like yeah i mean that's what i do with my gorn bros hats i mean it got to a point to where uh, I need to be getting paid from them so I don't really uh, turn them around as much. But I was just wearing them. I was wearing them, and then they reached out to me and said, look, love love the, you know, love how you're using our hats. Let's send you two. And then they sent me more. And so it's like it, it just shows interest uh, to the brand, and it familiarizes, like, your, 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 your audience with you kind of not promoting but just – providing the the products and brands that you use to whereas if once you start getting brand deals now you're converting now you're now those videos are performing a lot better because you already know how to uh implement brands and products into your into your videos and it's coming more natural and now you're getting more testimonials and now brands are paying you more um but also like if you're doing a day in the life or a morning routine you know uh, morning routine i get up go get coffee now a coffee brand looks at that right? I go to get coffee. This is my favorite coffee. This is what I have right now, blah, blah, blah. Now a coffee brand looks at that and says, that's, that could be our brand reaches out to you. Hey stone, uh, love that morning routine. You mind if we send you some free coffee and, 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 and put us right there? Sure. I love free coffee, so, you know, or, you know, and, and then once you get to a, a stage to where you have a huge audience and, and you're really charging for, for things like that, you'd be like, awesome. Yes. Uh, you know, send, send over the free coffee, you know, and then also, uh, here's my rate for, you know, uh, implementation into a video. And that's going to be significantly smaller than a, you know, one kind of post around a particular product or service. Um, but yeah, I think that's super, super key. And that's a huge skill that a lot of other creators need to develop because I see so many creators not develop it. And then when it comes to them building this huge audience and brands reaching out to them and them doing it, it's so on inauthentic. It's so like, here's the, this is what I use this 
this, you know, protein brand is amazing. I love it so much. This blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, dude, we've never seen you use this. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with Char- Charlie D'Amelio is the best example. Charlie would pick up her uh, Dunkin' Donuts drink before she would dance, put it off, put it off to the side and just dance. And then Dunkin' Donuts realized they reached out to her. They partnered. And, you know, the audience was was familiar with that. And so when Charlie and Dunkin' collabed, rather than the audience being like, dude, why are you being a sellout or, or what is this? They're congratulating her and saying, this is amazing. You've been using this for your entire content journey. And now you get to to finally work with them. Congrats to you. I'm going to go to Dunkin' and get your drink. Or I'm going to go to your link in bio and, and, and support you. And so that's that's what I think is, is also super important. Yeah, no, and I think that's that's cr- a critical skill for any content creator. And what, what I've kind of gleamed over the past three days of listening to a lot, I mean, talking to you, talking to these other creators, is that being a content creator, it's a career. It is a skill. It is, it, it's a sport. Like this is not – like there's a comment that just came through on my Instagram or sorry, TikTok, and they're like, but in the age of democracy, anybody can be a content creator or anyone can create content. Yes, anyone can create content. Anybody can play baseball. Anybody can play soccer. Anybody can paint. Doesn't mean everyone's going to paint well. <laughs> like it's the more platforms that come out, the longer this goes on because, you know, social media and the way that we know it, where it's like, I want to post things to get viewed has been around for about two decades now. So it's it's still very young. But you're going to start seeing that this is a very highly elite group of people that do very, very well. And I think that's probably 10, 20 years down the road. I don't think we're quite there yet. I think there are going to be a lot of creators who just get the platform really well, just understand the people really well. And you don't have to have all of this crazy stuff, you know, and it was, it's like the movies, you know, eventually it came to a point where you had to have millions of dollars of equipment and celebrities and things. And we've kind of turned the head on that. But I imagine it'll kind of it, it goes in waves. History always yeah. kinds of kind of rhymes. It doesn't necessarily repeat, but it rhymes. Um, but right now, if you'll put in the time to understand each platform, put in the time to understand the audience and their mindset on that platform, and create content to that, you're going to do really well. Like it, like that that time I think is going to last at least the next five or ten years. And so um, that's why I love talking to you because I I do understand YouTube quite a bit. I still have a lot of work to do there. But the print, the principles apply to TikTok, but it's still very different because I understand the audience and the mindset on YouTube, but I'm not applying that over and saying, well, now I need to learn a different mindset and a different audience and a different, cause it, it is different. It's not the, yep. the same. And so to be an excellent content creator, there's, it's a list of yeah. 30 different skills that you need and to have. 100%. And I think, um, the best way to learn is implementing the things that we talk about, you know, a lot of people just stand on the sidelines and, and just learn and learn and get so much information. And now they're, now they're overwhelmed and overloaded with information to where they're not executing. There's a reason yeah. why I have execution uh, in my background because so many people just talk and talk and don't walk the walk. Uh, but also will just learn, learn, learn and not execute. You know, like a lot of people will just watch my content. You know, I see so many comments. I've been watching you forever. You've been really helping me. I go to their account and the last time they posted a video was two weeks ago. It's like, <laughs> you obviously haven't been watching my videos because I, I, I tell you, you have to be at least 
posting at least once a day if you want a shot at this you know and and there's going to be a diamond in the rough but if you actually want a shot on this you got to be posting once or at least multiple times a day because there's other people in your industry that are and they're they're crushing it there's so many people that have gotten on TikTok and they post 10, 20, 30 videos a day and they just boom. And then people are like, how can I grow like you? And people are like, huh. yeah, 10, 20, 30 videos a day. Little Nas, you know, JPG coaching for in, in terms of the fitness. Uh, Alex Ramosi. I mean, all these people, it's just just shoving a shit ton of content, especially with an algorithm like TikTok. Where every video is judged differently, and not you know your your followers are not going to watch every single one of your videos, it's just at bats. It's literally just at bats, right? And so it's like, um, just continuing to do and implement the things that we're talking about, rather than just saying, "Oh, that's so great," you know, it's I, 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 that's awesome. Like none of this is awesome if you don't do it and go execute on it. Yeah, no, I love that because it and. I'm guilty of this. I'll, I'll binge watch hours and hours of content and it's like, yeah. okay, I, you need to sit down after every piece of content. You know, usually it's YouTube, but it's like, okay, what are the one, two or three things I'm going to do because of this content? And if you'll do that, you'll become an excellent content creator. You'll build a business. You'll be able to do all the things. But if you just consume, you don't execute. I, I love the posters behind you. Execute, hustle and grind. If you don't do those things, it, you're not going to get anything of worth because it right. is, it's hard, hard work. So, yeah, it's the same thing what I do with, with reading books. You know, a lot of people are like, read a book a day or read a book a week. It's like, no, read one book a year and just read it multiple times and execute every single thing that you could possibly do that's in that book every single day. You know, like people just read shit and get like 10% of it. But when people read it, implement it, review it and continue to do it, you know, you're, you're gaining 80, 90, 100% of that value. Um, and so that's why I think it's, you know, super important to just take the information. Okay, now I'm going to go execute before I go gain more information. And before and then I'm also going to gain information on my execution. You know, I'm what, what you know, uh, a lot of the stuff that I've gathered was just from my experience. Um so it's it's just putting in the work and then really like evaluating what worked for you? What didn't work for you? Like it's it's crazy. I'll I'll have a th one of those thirty minute meetings with someone, um, and it's crazy to see kind of like differences. I'll have it with with someone that's like not really serious about content creation, just kind of wants that like that formula golden ticket. And I'll give them you know every you know everything that they need to, to build the audience. They won't they won't do it. And then they come back and they're like, all right, your stuff didn't work. Blah blah blah. It's like, well, no, it did. You just didn't do it. You know, I can I can lead a horse to the water, but I can't make them drink. Uh, and it's crazy to see when I give someone the value and they go and execute it and post two, three, four, five times a day and get better with every single one of the videos and have perspective and clarity and all these other things uh, and come back to me and say, your shit worked. How can we do more of it? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. hey, let's go. Like, it, it just it warms my heart because it's like, thank you so much for like actually listening to me and for for all the people that are listening watching on lives on amazon live like i just hope like one person you know and you are that one person like go out implement everything that we say in this video and, and do it for two months do it for two three months and if it doesn't work try something new go listen to another coach you know like i'm totally fine with that um but give it a shot you know and don't just don't just like give it a week. It's the same thing with recurring pieces of content and trying new things. It's like, don't just try new things with every video. Like uh, try a new thing and give it a shot. 
You know, it's the same thing with uh, TV commercials. Like a, a, a company will make a TV commercial and not want to run, run it once. They're going to run it multiple times because, it's, again, it's luck and timing. You know, maybe maybe uh, we were in the wrong slot or maybe we posted the wrong time or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So just, all right, we'll keep running it. We'll, ke- we'll keep, you know, kind of, uh, you know, changing little things here and there uh, that, that we think that could be, you know, implemented. But, yeah, I think that's... That, that's all huge. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And I like, I like what you said there. I kind of want to shift because we do want to be respectful of your time. You've, well, this has been awesome. I've had so many comments like this is amazing. This is great. I'm recording this, like just I love this. so much stuff. Um, but you said read one book a year and I, I feel like I'm guilty of the like bragging about reading over a hundred books a year, but it's, I, I listen on audible and I'll pull one nugget from each instead. And Sometimes I do re-listen to some, and I feel like I do get more value out of that. So mm-hmm. um, what, I guess, maybe what book are you reading currently? What's a book you would recommend? Um, and then, yeah, go go read it a few times, people. Don't do not read, don't do what I do. Don't read 100 books a year. <laughs> but what are, what are, what's a couple of books maybe you'd recommend for those trying to build a business, grow on social media, stuff like that? Yeah, so I was, I was looking at Gary Vee's books. Um, the one that he recently just came out with, forgot the name of it, but I was looking at 12 and a half. Yeah. 12 and a half. I, I, I got that because I have like the, uh, the Amazon kind of like the full, you know, Amazon book thing on, I have a Kindle. Um, so I was looking into that, but I'm reading, um, jab, jab, right hook from him. And again, it's, it's, it's stuff that I already know, but I just love kind of, uh, kind of getting his perspective on a couple things. Um, I'm not reading, too much right now because uh, I've just made a huge investment in myself into this program, so I'm really getting onto that um, and putting reading to the side. Um, but you know, I, I read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad multiple times, How to Win Friends and Influence People multiple times. Uh, I read Thinking Grow Rich like once, but uh, reviewed a couple things in there. Um, I want to read that again. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't read too many books, but because of the reason of of really just like trying to extract every single sentence out of it and that's why i like the kindle too is because the kindle i can highlight uh certain things that i like and i've set it up to where that that highlight uh gets sent into a uh, newsletter that that is sent to me uh once a week and it's five random kind of quotes and highlights and all those highlights are also sent in my notion um, so I can, you know, extract that value and say, oh, this is great. I can implement this into my next video and say, oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, rather than going into the, vi- uh, going into the book, trying to find it and, you know, uh, so that's why I kind of like the Kindle too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm really just focused on this program, uh, and, and getting used to, um, or I'm already used to it, like really just gaining information and executing on it right away. Um, <clears throat> rather than gaining information, gaining information. Like a lot of people will, will invest into a course and will watch the whole course but not do anything. It's like mm-hmm. watch one video, go do that thing. Watch, then go watch the next video. There, uh, there was one uh, academy that I invested into a little bit ago, um, and it was structured in that way of you could only watch one module per week. Like the other modules won't come out until you watch that, that module. And then it's like a week timer for you to give, give you time to implement that. And so I think that was, that was a, a great way to, to kind of, you know, structure that course, but yeah, it's huge. A lot of people are just super overwhelmed and overloaded with information to where they don't even execute and do anything. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. I think that's, 
I need to practice that a little bit more because I have tons of books in my Audible collection because that's how I like to listen. I'll listen at 2x speed and I'll so get two, two books a week done. Like that's check, checkbox. Yeah. But it's like, okay, how much did I actually do? Yeah. yeah. It's like, how much did you actually pull out of that? So I, I like the, I, I don't love Kindle. Like we have some Amazon Fire, my kids have them and I just don't know how to use them. So, but I would love to be able to just like highlight, have that sent to me and then in content, in your newsletter, in place, like share that kind of stuff. I usually just like make a note, but usually I'm doing something. So I don't always note things. So mm -hmm. I like that a lot, but, um, I did put, I don't know if you've seen how Amazon live works. There's a carousel of products. I added 12 and a half so that people can see that if they want to read from Gary B. I think that's, that's a, I loved that one. So, um, yeah, I read a couple, I read a couple chapters of that and it was really cool to see kind of his, uh, the, the back end scenes of like how he operates his business and, and uh, what happens on particular type of things like, you know, the, the time where uh, one of his employees tweeted out something wrong or and then, you know, he had the choice of either firing the employee or keeping the highest paid client um, and kind of running through his reasoning for not firing the employee. And it's just like that. It, that book is really, really uh, it, it's just it's awesome. It's just full packed of uh, good human energy and just like humility that uh, I think a lot more people should, um, implement and, and, and gain. Yeah. And honestly, at any level, like I, I see it and it would work for huge corporations, but it also works for your own. It works in your own like family unit or your own business or your own 1, career. Like it works everywhere. So, um, seriously stone this has been amazing we've been going live for over an hour and a half so if you want to rewatch this it is on amazon live you can go to we are video makers live but is there any other tips that maybe you wanted to to give that we we didn't cover um or any other things you wanted to say that maybe i didn't ask um i'm gonna think about those and and, and say this one thing before i forget because I, I really enjoyed this too thank you so much um i might even uh would like to to get the audio file and maybe even post it on my podcast um, and that's sticks and stones. You can watch that and listen to that on Spotify, Apple podcast, uh, and YouTube. Um, and I'm sure Zach will link all my, all my stuff in the description, but, um, yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm really interested in, in even just like repurposing it on, on that because this is really cool and really good, uh, packed of value. And a lot of people in, in, in my live are, are asking if this is, uh, if this is recorded. So I might just, you know, plug it in over there. Um, in terms of in terms of content, I think it's uh, I think one thing is 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 to never compare yourself. Um, a lot of people compare themselves. I tend to compare myself. Um, you know, especially when when you imp implement that that tip that I said earlier of of following twenty thirty creators that are in your niche, uh, and the, and that that content comes across your for you page a ton. And uh, I get it. You know, you are you you. you subconsciously you're comparing yourself to that particular type of, of, of video, especially if it's performing well. Um, and this is just a means to an end because I, I see it time and time again. And it's even happened to me to where I'll compare myself and be like, Oh my God, I just provided the same value. Uh, but he did it in a different way. Maybe I should do it in the same way. And so I'll do it in the same way, but it didn't perform as well. And I get the backlash of doing it in the same way. And so it's just like to never compare yourself. You know, you're on your own journey. You're unique. You're authentic. Like you're your you're your own self, and utilize that to your advantage when it comes to TikTok. Um, and just be patient. I think it's I think it's uh, content creation is is a patient long term game. Like I'm in it. I like now that I've really gotten uh, 
uh, a sign back and, and some success from this, I am, you know, looking forward to, to creating content for years and years and decades and decades. Um, and I had that mindset in the beginning too. I had the mindset of, I'm going to post, you know, three videos a day for six months to a year, regardless of what people think of me regard. And, and it was, it was a commitment that I had to make to myself because, and, and if I can make it, you sure as hell can make it. I was in high school as a 17 year old talking about investing money, crypto. And I was afraid of what my uh, friends were going to think. I was afraid of what would happen if I go into college and all these people are, are, are looking back and seeing me, uh, you know, talk about money and, and telling kids to get off their ass. Like, but it was, it was just, an, it was a commitment that I had to make because the impact and the value that I was, cause I knew the impact and the value that I was providing was more important than those insecurities and those, those negative, uh, kind of thoughts that I thought people were going to have on me. But it, you know, it's like, you don't even know and then and then when you do it you recognize that people don't even have those negative thoughts like i it's very rare that a friend comes up to me and goes dude what are you doing or makes fun of me like it's just very rare and and yeah they did it with youtube and all of that you know uh, when i started that and i did gaming and streaming um but it's just again it's it's the clarity of the impact and that will lead you if you haven't started posting that will lead you to start posting and to know what to post, how to post, um, and really what you're really trying to do with this. Because a lot of people just post to post and they don't even know what to do. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I would say. And then everything else that we said in this was, was really, really valuable. I love that. I think that's, there's so much to this. And I think if, like you said, don't, I mean, one, don't post to post, but like if, if you want, if, if you're just posting and be able to tell people that you're on this platform, sure. But like make an impact, uh, have and the thought that came to my mind as you were saying that was like, cause everyone has these debates, volume, no vote, mm -hmm. like quality, whatever. But it's like, it, it's, it's a long game. And so yes, you need volume because you're going to be in it for years. Yes. You need quality because you need to make every post a little bit better and impact your, your audience 100%. a little bit more like. Just be well, in it. And so. I just want to make this one quick thing because I came from an e-commerce background. So I was doing Facebook ads, Google ads, and all of that. And if anyone does this, um, they know what I'm about to say. But when you start in Facebook ads and Facebook marketing, there's a good amount of money you have to spend in the beginning to collect data to really uh, for your Facebook pixel to see what your audience's interests are, what they like, what they don't like, where you can target next, look-alike audience, etc. But once you realize that TikTok has uh, – and the TikTok algorithm has – eliminated that whole entire process for free at scale all they need is you to create content you know and, and the more content that you create the more data that they get is mind-blowing i mean seriously mind-blowing because there are huge businesses and, and and corporations that spend tons and tons of money to collect that data to where tiktok and the algorithm is already built in it, it literally is it's literally saying we just need advertising we just need the content and we'll get the data and we'll know what to do with the data because we need to know what to do with the data because we need to keep people on the platform to make money for our advertisers. I mean, once you realize that, the whole game changes. And uh, when that thought comes to my mind, and I think after this, I'll just go out and just record a shit ton of videos and just be like, oh, it needs more data. It needs more data. I need to, 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 to post a video about this. Okay, I get, get more data. 
because uh, data rules the world now. Um, but yeah, that's that's my final thoughts. Yeah, I like that. So where where can you mention Sticks and Stone podcast? It's not on Amazon. I'm trying to add it. You can actually add podcasts on Amazon to your Amazon carousel, which I think is cool. But we you have the podcast. Where can people find you? I'm gonna link all of this. This will be on YouTube as well. So I'll put the links there. But where if people are listening and they they can't find a link for whatever reason, where are they gonna find mm -hmm. you? Coach Stone on TikTok, Stone Fredrickson on TikTok, Stone Fredrickson on YouTube, Stone Fredrickson on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, and then Sticks and Stones on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like it. And if you are if you are on TikTok right now, go over to Stone's profile, go to his stand store. He's got a bunch of free stuff. He's got a bunch of paid stuff. All of it is really high value. So just go over there. Just get something. Whatever investment level you want to be at, you won't regret it, I promise. And then even just go watch his content. Comment. He'll Thank he'll you. comment back. Like just, just go learn something. Implement. Thank you. Do things. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And and likewise, guys, uh, everyone on the live, be sure to check out Zach, especially if you want to, um, you know, transition your, your content to YouTube. I, Zach and I have really been communicating and he's been a huge help for me transitioning my audience to YouTube, which I think a lot more TikTokers should be doing. And I think uh, I'll, I'll definitely make a video about that, too. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, we will we'll definitely do this again sometime. But uh, for now, we'll see you guys. Hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure to tune in on Monday. Where we're going to be talking about how to set up your video podcasting studio. If you want to create a video podcast to grow your authority, to make an impact, and to build your personal brand, you definitely want to have a setup that makes you look like a professional and sound like a professional, whether you have a large or small budget. So if you want to learn how to do that, I'll see you on Monday. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18-year-old built a five-figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.